Evening, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, November 14th, Village Council Workshop. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Lace, what you got for us? And we have a lot of people from the community here. Um, Jeff, you want to get started? That just, I, I do want to thank what John and, and Chris Fred from for coming last week to the meeting and Lacey for coordinating all this. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna put Buckeye Hills kind of to, if, if you want to, Kate, to get started on the business owners, especially for being here. We're, we're in a unique spot. Nobody can promise anything. Any, It's gonna be politics from here on out. I think so. Yeah. And that's where we, whatever we can do to get a hold of our legislators, help them, you know, be involved or you know we all got to stick together and, and as a community work together so thank thank this city council for even we're, we're trying yeah. so let's just keep moving okay. yeah absolutely i would agree with that um i think that everyone is working together really well and um, i think we're going to have a really good strong application to go to the state with um from that meeting that we had last week i did come up with a presentation how feasible is it to put it up on uh, like the TV or something Very. like that? Very, okay. Yep. If not, I brought the big ass post-it notes that I had at that <laughs> meeting the other day too that, you know, had the same exact notes on them, so. <laughs> um, so basically, yeah, in that meeting that we had last week, um, I think that Everyone that was in the room, uh, yeah, thank, um, thank you to the village council members and the mayor for coming to that meeting. Um, I think we come up with some projects that works for basically all of the stakeholders um, in Crooksville. Um, so yeah, and like I like I said, I think that we'll have a really strong application. So, and the village has passed a res resolution to go with Buckeye Hills for the planning application. Um, so Buckeye Hills will of course be able to help us. Um, kind of get those projects all figured out the details and stuff like that so um i think crooksville's on a really good path and this presentation basically just states what each stakeholder um the projects that each stakeholder would like to see happen my husband to thank for this I was so busy this weekend and today that uh, he actually put the presentation together for me so <laughs> and he's at a, a legion meeting in Roseville so he wasn't able to be here tonight You can put some nice pictures of mountains on there for us. So, um, you can go to the next slide. You should just click on it. Okay, so we'll start out with the projects that we talked about with the village. 
Um, so we thought in the meeting, everybody, and like of course this is a presentation where we would love to have feedback from some of the folks that maybe weren't in that meeting that we had the other day. Um, so we were talking about uh, Main Street and China Street corridor projects. So going after stormwater, sidewalks, crosswalks, lighting, and then something he forgot to put on there was wayfinding signage um, right. mm -hmm. for businesses. Um, all of those things would really improve both Main Street and China Street and of course would play into the updates and upgrades and renovations that some of our business owners would also be going after. So it's a really holistic approach. Um, and then the park, um, they had also mentioned um, bathrooms, um, upgrading the bathrooms that are in the park right now, um, upgrading the lighting that's down there, which of course goes into public safety, um, the baby pool, um, a walking trail, um, which walking trails are really being emphasized with this money, um, anything that goes towards the health of a community, um, and then baseball field upgrades uh, were also was also another project that we had mentioned. Just, just to clarify, the bathrooms yes. on that was the bathhouse for the swimming pool. Uh, oh, my apologies. No, no, yeah, no worries. The bathrooms, the bathrooms in both of those. I thought so. Yeah, they're really nice too. It's for the pool. The pool. Okay. Yes. Okay, um, and then another thing that we had brought up was, you know, we can do all of the renovations and upgrades to the businesses in downtown that we want, but if people don't have somewhere to park, then, you know, what's the sense? So the East School is currently being uh, demolished. So we, in that meeting, had brought up the idea of perhaps putting in a parking lot there. Um, and I know that the county currently has um, monies for charging stations for electric vehicles. Um, so, you know, that could be a good spot for that. Or we can look at adding in the charging stations um, with Wi-Fi capabilities by the community bank in those four spots that are available in the lower lot. Um, so those would really increase the amount of parking that we have in downtown. Um, and would benefit any of the businesses that are down there um, and any potential businesses that are to come in the future. Um, so we definitely have some really invested property and business owners um, that are willing to put in the work. Um, so yeah, we have to have some parking available for them. And then we had also mentioned there were some open parcels in between buildings um, that are, I mean, just empty gravel lots right now. So maybe we could explore the potential of putting in parking and some of those empty lots. Um, okay, so next slide. Okay, and then the business owners. So about a month or two ago, American Structure Point had sent some engineers uh, through, what was it, 19 buildings in Crooksville, Jeff? Six, 16, I believe. 16 but there, there, are, there are, what, four to six more that Mm -hmm. they're, they're going to come back and it's on the list. So, oh, perfect. And we were talk in the county, which they were happy with that. Oh, absolutely. Um, so yeah, American Structure Point, their engineers had come and done an initial, initial walkthrough of all of those 16 buildings and potentially the four more. Um, and they were giving recommendations from those initial walkthroughs. So a recommendation to go after, you know, structural engineering reports or, you know, et cetera. I, I don't, I'm not an engineer, so I don't know what kind of recommendations they would have. Um, but to go after that in the planning phase to have that paid for. So um, in the planning phase, which is what um, the Village of Kirksville signed on to Buckeye Hills with, um, we would apply for that monies to have those reports paid for. 
Um, so that was one thing that business owners um, could have in on this application. And then the Brandons had also mentioned an expansion of underground athletics, their facility. Um, so in their empty gravel lot that they have right now, building a bigger gym and then possibly, you know, something that the community can use. So, you know, Little League and adults could have, you know, basketball games going on there, volleyball games, um, you know, just like a bigger facility for the gym. Um, and then, you know, doing some sort of renovation to their current facility to be used for something else. Um, another thing that we thought the business owners could really benefit from with this $500 million um, was looking at putting in a dialysis center and a cancer center. Um, there's a lot of folks in this community and communities nearby uh, that have to drive pretty far away to get to um, these types of care centers. I mean, like, uh, personally speaking, my grandpa, they live in Beavertown and they have to drive all the way to North Point Sainsville. Uh, well, I mean, they're in their 80s and, you know, how feasible is that for them to be driving all the way to North Point Zanesville, you know, three days a week for those type of services when they could drive, you know, 10 minutes down to Crooksville. Um, so we would potentially look at um, getting some sort of partnership going to get something like that put into the community. Um, and then also a lot of our downtown buildings do have second floors that aren't currently being utilized for anything. Um, and there are a lot of folks in the community uh, that do need rentals, rental housing of some sort. So uh, potentially looking at putting in housing of some sort on the second floors of some of the buildings downtown. All right, and then next slide. All right, and then the school was able to make it to uh, one of the last meet, the last meeting that we had. Uh, who was it, Aaliyah Barker? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so they are looking at putting in a workforce development center in downtown Crooksville in one of the downtown buildings. So we would use that planning phase of this money to really explore what that looks like, uh, what downtown building would be the best suited for those needs. Um, and then, yeah, looking at how we get that project moving forward. And then the library, there were a number of things and Missy Merrill of the Perry County Library System um, was also at that meeting the other day, and there are a number of things that the library is interested in doing. So she mentioned that the Crooksville branch of the library system is the last one, basically, to receive some sort of renovation and upgrades. Um, so she, you know, she said, like, you know, what better time than now to go after money like this in order to make these types of things happen. So they are currently looking at a renovation of their space that Joe owns. Um, to make it more ADA compliant, um, easier entry and better parking for that facility. Um, they're also looking at adding co-working space, which me, of course, speaking from uh, personal experience, again, I need co-working space. I work four days a week from home, and I'm sure I'm not the only one alone in Crooksville that does that. Um, so, you know, a space where uh, folks that work remotely can go and work. Um, and then also somewhere for telehealth. Um, so she was mentioning these as landing zones. So rooms where people can come in and rent the space for whatever they need. So whether that's using it for telehealth appointments or maybe it's a mental health provider coming to the community where uh, their patients live, their clients, I'm not sure what the actual word is, um, and like meeting them where they're at instead of the client having to go to New Lex or Zanesville or Lancaster or wherever it is they go for uh, these types of mental health appointments. 
Um, another thing was community space where people in a community can rent out somewhere if they have a meeting or just like a small event or something like that. Um, another thing they explored was a maker space um, and then an education and meeting space. So this would be available to anyone in the community, but uh, they were also exploring some sort of partnership with the school in the workforce development center that the school had brought up in the last meeting. Um, and then also uh, kitchen space that could be available to the community. Maybe they do some sort of classes, um, that kind of stuff. Um, and then they were also um, on the fence about exploring the possibility of a garage in the back of the building uh, where their bookmobile could be housed um, because the bookmobile has to be housed in a climate controlled facility. Um, right now they're storing the bookmobile in the um, old firehouse in New Lex, which of course is the old theater, which the county is looking at as a project. So they're not gonna have housing for their bookmobile for much longer. Um, so we're looking at that being a possibility. Next slide. So then in that meeting, we, no we noticed that there were a number of folks that have been attending the meetings uh, that weren't there. Um, and we definitely think that everyone's opinions are definitely valid. We want to hear them. Uh, we want to make sure that everything that we're asking for uh, with the 500 million is representative of everyone's needs. Um, so these were three of the folks that weren't in the meeting. Um, I'm not sure if any of them are here now. Bill is here. Um, so yeah, there's definitely wanted to have everyone's feedback. Um, yeah, just want to make sure we're communicating. Um, and then of course, um, Steve Schilling, I know he no owns a number of properties in Crooksville. Um, and then Misty Reed definitely wanted to have their opinions. Okay. All right, and then that was my presentation. That is my contact information. I'm sure most of y'all have it already. Um, if not, you already know where to find me anyway. So um, yeah, that was my presentation and definitely would welcome some discussion and feedback. I did talk with Commissioner Ben Carpenter. He couldn't make it, but tomorrow, at what, as far as the downtown revitalization, there was a public meeting, Zoom meeting. If anybody needs that online connection, I have meetings tomorrow morning, but it's at 3.30. Yeah. Uh, Kate can get it to you, or I can email it to you. If, if you know you get a hold of me, I can email you the meeting. If it, is it being recorded? As far as I know, yes. So it, that the rules keep changing. <laughs> That's politics again. But but we all need again. I'm happy that we're this far and further ahead than most people in the county. But everybody's going to be going after this. Fred, you you probably have insight. You go to a lot of the meetings. I don't want to get you started, but. Quietly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have to apologize for my uh, outburst there uh, Wednesday uh, at the other meeting. But, uh, you know, it's I'm very passionate about this. This is money that our only chance we have to, to have such a great project to benefit the whole community and the county. So, uh, yeah, I still have concerns some. Uh, but they can be worked out. I know we're still missing one uh, building owner that's not here. And uh, there's, you know, whether 
I don't know legally who's responsible for the building. Uh, you know, that's being sold under a land contract, so neither one of the, the people has been notified to own the building originally, and then the person that's buying under a land contract, it's my understanding they've been notified, but they have not attended any meetings. And this is very, uh, this building I think is uh, very crucial for the downtown project and for the, you know, uh, the future of the downtown. So, uh, some way we'll have to work around how to get that, uh, those people involved if we can. If they can't, well then, you know, now, let's talk one to step forward and two back. Talk to someone else that's political and I asked him if he was making the right decision, what his opinion was of signing on now without going with the county or you know waiting and he said absolutely go and then because we still can go Buckeye Hills with our plan if someone else wants to come in with the, the uh, Pottery Museum you know with a project I mean we still can sign on and there's still other monies available so we're not just capping ourselves off or my understanding with signing on now. I think we're we're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, and like the purpose of, of that, those lists of projects for each of the stakeholders is, you know, really getting a leg up and doing that work now, um, having the conversations now, because I mean, they say it's a year of the planning phase before you can apply for the actual development implementation monies, but you know, it's actually, whenever they award the money in January, which I mean, on their state's timeline, probably be late January, <laughs> And then you have until October 31st, so you know that's not even a full year. So you know, doing this like work now, putting these projects list together now, that way Buckeye Hills knows exactly what Kirksville is wanting to go for, and then helping to make the right connections, matching you with other communities, um, and matching you with the technical assistance providers that are going to be able to help with that planning phase of those projects. I think definitely doing that like work now is, is really good. I clarified this too, which was from the beginning this. 75-25% match was great and now it's went to 100% match and I asked that for the third time it's 100% match as of now so tomorrow what we hear never happens I, I don't know but yes so it's nice you're hearing that don't count on well, that's, you know that's I mean? politics. That's right. exactly what I'm saying. But, but at least we know that's the game, and that's what we have to do. And that's what we're at at this moment. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's what we're being told. <laughs> Business owners, any questions? Or Joe, any anything from the library? Or um, no, no, no other situation. I mean, as far as like adding on to that for the bookmobile, it's kind of in limbo too. Where we're at behind where they're actually at now, there's that great big manhole or storm sewer that goes through there, so it's not feasible in that point, but we're still in the phase of trying to figure out what we could do or should do or would do. Um, I talked to the community bank also about the property, the parking lot, so we're still in phases of trying to figure out if they would like to sell it to us to where we could get some money to possibly renovate that parking to use for parking 
which is behind your front row video. Right. Um, whether it be me or them, I've <coughs> contacted them about possibly purchasing it, and we're kind of back and forth on that yet. So right. we're kind of trying to get more parking. That's a big thing. Has anyone brought up maybe the property right down there across the bridge where Sprankles was at? I mean, that's. Who, who yeah, I mean, that city. The village right? of Crooks, yeah, that Could that be thrown in as part of their. Uh, that be a spot for, for, for well, parking a bit that's closer to your business district than. Well, we in the previous meeting it was spoke about or making some type of a parking park down there. Memorial you know, yeah. and uh, so I just left that lay because I thought that was a good idea. However, I think it is a good idea. But we need parking. If we can get the, the parking closer to the downtown area, for instance, just uh, enough across the tracks up there at that yeah. bank parking area where the other building used to be that they have for parking. If we can put those uh, charging stations there, that's closer to the downtown, so the people, if we did have parking, it was mentioned up at the old East School building, that would have to walk downtown, you know, down the street they, further. Most people ain't going to walk. They can't even walk across. But, the I, think, but I think, you know, you would see the downtown from that lower, that lower lot where Sprankles are that, and it's kind of situated. I know we want to make a Veterans Memorial there, but we kind of, started some of the stuff here and we talked about if we could ever get that property doing it out there too as well more yeah more property. that's all tied up it's tied up that's, you don't uh, have as yeah. much land there as you think you do right isn't there an acre and a half down the little or more well, i don't think it's that much it's not that much but there's a good bit there is there would be good parking there i mean that would be great can that be don't care where you do it with the street? Can that be part of the street? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that? Yeah, is that, this was definitely I not mean, final. If you, the ideal spot would be actually <laughs> that lot that you've all talked about between uh, the post office and that that property. I think Jerry Merrill owns it, doesn't he? Yes. Mm -hmm. Does anyone approach Jerry Merrill? I mean, I graduated Jerry's. Bill, you own that lot, there, don't you? Where? Right there by your tall building. Is that the one you're talking about, Bill, between the two? I'm no, talking about the post office. office. On the other side. Between the post office okay. and the... And, and, and I think and you're right. Jerry, yeah. Jerry owns it. Yeah, I think Jerry owns yeah. that property. Yeah. I think he still owns a house, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right there and that property. Yeah. But that, that's... It, it's close the to the ideal the, spot. You're really only going to probably get down. maybe three or four spots there because it's yeah. not wide enough to park. You're still going to... Yeah, they were looking Even at an angle one. Yeah, they was making, looking at making a parking lot right. there 10 or 12 years ago when right. they bought that property. There's not that much room for it. It's just wide enough to get, okay. you know what I mean? You can leave a lane open and maybe get three, this four cars. Just which is, hey, anything's better than nothing. Yeah. Right. It's point one or point one acres is what it is. Point one acres? Yeah. Which which property are we talking about? Smurls. Okay, how about where Sprinkles was? Sprinkles is... Um, it gets along pretty well. Though. They used to park right right side of the building and go all the way down to the, the house. I mean, the long point nine behind there, and there's a chunk that goes yeah, along the creek day. bank and where the old railroad. There's point, point nine, nine said. Point nine. Yeah. I know we want and to. And that I, was I kind of Tom's how, dream. Having a parking problem would be a good problem if we get to that point. That's a good problem to solve. Too much parking. Too much parking. Preferable than what we have now. Well, I was just yeah. an alternative. For me. Yeah. You know, like I, Community Bank, I can see them not wanting to give up parking. They're business too. I mean, they're talking about the one behind. 
behind him. Front row. Front row. They own a lot yeah. behind him. Oh, yeah, that's right. They do. Yeah. They didn't know they owned it. He was talking about that. Down in behind him. That's not that bad. They didn't know they owned it, so we're still. That could be a real nice spot. Right. My major concern of the downtown project, and these things are good ideas where we can move things around, but the uh, having the housing on the second floor of the Main Street buildings, not on the first floor, and the first floor for businesses. Now, without any zoning, I don't know if we have any legal. Uh, Legally, if we can say that you know you can't have a residence on the first floor of the downtown business area, you know, buildings. I don't know. It'd be great, but the problem is there's not enough businesses to come into town because the way it looks. You know what I'm saying? I I've got them. I'd love to kick people out downstairs, but I've got them because you still got to pay the bills. I understand. You understand what, you understand what I'm saying? I'm just trying to figure yeah. out a way to do it diplomatically and where right. I can improve the downtown. And not like look like a piece of crap. Like I agree. Yeah. Well, here I go again. So <laughs> forgive me. But then again, it, it Fred, if you, you clean up downstairs, downstairs the business net, I know what building you're talking about. But like, I know Joe takes care of his stuff. And I try. It's all over. Well, if you do that, then then you just end up with empty space. That, that, like he said. That, you, you still got to pay for that empty space. So him using his own space for what he wants. I, I, I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree with Jeff on that. You know what I mean? I, I, I so chicken and an egg and a heart, the court, and a, the horse and a cart. Which what do we do? We got to get one before the other. Right. And which do you do right. to guarantee? I mean, Joe would do it if he right. would get the businesses, and the business not going to come until it's it's clean up. But sidewalks are down. But if you have income coming in from upstairs, would help. The empty well, space downstairs because you have empty state space was, upstairs. When the guys from Structure Point came in, they said that was one of the things that they like to see on this is the people that work there live there so that they're bringing more business through the town. So what they're saying is, is put living quarters upstairs, the people that are work, more or less working for you or working near, they, they're going to stay. They're going to stay, hey, let's go to the library. Let's go to the, you know, let's go here for Jeff and get our entrance in restaurant you don't mean that's what they want they want you to everybody to stay local so they're saying by having those upstairs apartments that's going to do it now I'd love to put elevators in too because you get people that don't now, want to go now upstairs. that's quite, a long way you know if you put do you have to do a handicap and all that I that's probably that's yeah, way beyond but my if it's realm paid for that <laughs> right that makes a difference too right. <laughs> I think it's a difference if it's residential use or not but there again you'd have to contact the Mideast, the high building department to find out about the elevators. Well, I talked to Structure Point about a couple of situations I had with steps. And they're supposed to be coming back of, for all of us in summer right. that didn't do the full assessment. Right. Um, and it, it's on the list. And, and the, the ones that was on the list, I think John John and Chris got the mm -hmm. list, the, the, uh, the business owners got it. That, that was just an assessment that's paid for to come in to somebody to even do the evaluation. The evaluation may right. be thousand dollars more right. that we wouldn't have to pay for. Correct. So and that's what we would apply for in the planning phase. Right. That's what Buckeye Hills would help. 
put in that application and all that. So what what is our next step? <clears throat> what what do we do from here? I mean, is that the, the city council or Buckeye Hills? What what do we do besides talking? Yeah, there would be cleaning up that list, um, making it truly represent what the village wants, what business owners want, the library, the school, um, making sure that it's all completely accurate. And then um, since the village was the entity that signed on with Buckeye Hills, um, the village would have to act on our behalf. So we would give that cleaned up list to the village and then the village would give that to Buckeye Hills. Now does that go with the historical did we we zoned that and proved that right, or did we not? The, the does that even burn brought I think the historical district. It's kind of like I told Fred. Why would we, we can always get that later? Let's go for everything we can get because it's hundred percent. The other one's forty sixty. There's a, you know I mean. And, and if I get free money, I'd rather have the free money. I'm sorry. Both right. do on similar thing. Yeah, right, but, right. but okay. So that's just my question. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we don't worry about that. So we go for the application, um, and the council is okay with that. We we give the application and we can revamp it, or should we wait till tomorrow? What? How soon should we go for the app this application? So um, what's going to happen is Buckeye Hills is going to have their first informational session tomorrow. Um, that's the virtual meeting. That's at three thirty. Um, so we'll just bring that preliminary list um, that we have come up with today um, and give that to them then. Um, and then later on, I think early in December, everyone will come together with Buckeye Hills um, in person, but they're also going to have a virtual option as well, because making it all the way down to Marietta. Marietta is not all that feasible for some folks sometimes. Um, and then you'll actually write the application with Buckeye Hills. So you'll give them your ideas, which was this list that we've come up with, and they'll write the application. So we still have time, obviously, to add to this list. Yeah, and we've done all the legwork now. I mean, there's some villages that are coming to the table with zero idea of what they want to do. And we've done all that legwork now. I mean, we have that list. I mean, everybody's <coughs> in the room, and we've all talked. So, um, yeah, I mean, we just... We've done all the work. We just got to give that list to Buckeye Hills, basically. And what I keep hearing too is what I know some of the stuff I repeat it 20 times, but it's public and private working together. Partnership. Yeah. That's going to give us points. So, you know, the library is going to help. If we have a business going in, one builds buildings that's public or private, or, you know, you. It, it's going to give points and be everybody wins. It, 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 we just got to keep working like we're doing. But so we wait till tomorrow. What What do you just ask? It's, yes. I'd like to just add one thing about that call. They mm -hmm. sent out an invite today, mm -hmm. and there were three. Yes. Yep. So Buckeye Hills the downtown. Yes. Was, is at one thirty. The three thirty. Okay. No, it's three thirty. I think the trails. When I thought the trails was the third. Yes, those are together. So Buckeye Hills is submitting three planning applications for the 500 million. Uh, one for the Muskingum River Corridor, right. so communities along the Muskingum River. Uh, the second was the Ohio River Corridor, um, which of course we don't apply to. Right. Um, and then the third one was the everything else, is what they okay. were calling it. So okay. that's 
trails, downtowns, okay. infrastructure, okay. etc. So that's the bucket that we fit under. All right, I just didn't want to miss out. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. yep. Yep, and those registration links and stuff can be found on our website too. So, Katie, when should we meet to clean up the list that we you presented tonight of mm -hmm. everyone's ideas? Um, I mean, like, the sooner the better. I mean, we could honestly even do that tonight. Um, I mean, I was trying to take some notes down on my big post-it notes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that could be tonight. That could be another meeting. Um, it's just up to everyone. But based on your experience, mm -hmm. uh, what projects on there that you feel will not make the grade? Will not make the grade? Mm -hmm. um, honestly, I think we're at the phase where uh, throw whatever we can at the wall and see what sticks. Um, I'm not going to lie, uh, the baby pool will probably not be funded. Um, it's pretty rare if any pools are funded using state money. Um, that's just an unfortunate truth. Um, other than that, I mean, I can't really think of anything that wouldn't be eligible. I think that's the only one. Okay, Could sure. I read off a small list of things I've written down? Sure. And again, I don't know if it's all eligible, but I'm just curious to see what does stick. Um, there's many communities that I drive by regularly that have their downtown has a river walk. If it's possible, and I don't know why it's owned by the by the village, but if the river walk can be tied into along with a not just a walk but a bike trail along the river from Monsanto Creek from the downtown to maybe nearby the park. In some way, that way we can tie the two together. If we have parking in the downtown area, and that way the bike trail can loop to the park, and then from the park we could add uh, baseball diamonds, bleachers, um, and maybe uh, baseball cages. Um, I know you guys already talked about amphitheaters or an amphitheater. Um, how about paving? spots at the park uh, that would be designated spots for the baseball diamond or whatever gets built in the park um, uh, the skate park <coughs> if we can move the skate park from here this massive flood zone to the village park I've heard that said we've talked several about times it. yeah we've talked about it. I'd like to see that happen We've talked about moving the batting cages from out to South Park because of that flooding issue again, too, down to the Village Park as well. Yeah, that would be nice. And, I, again, I'm throwing everything through the wall that I have could find. Uh, the Cursible Pond, if, if eligible, is it possible to put one or multiple wooden decks for fishing and viewing and even picnicking? Obviously, on the edges somewhere. Um, okay, in uh, 2019, uh, Tom was talking about <coughs> that he would like to see a fence put up along the alley between the alley and the, and the park. Could that fence be something that could be taken care of? If so, that'd be, be great. Um, the I don't know what you call it, out in Catman's Road, that pond or whatever you call that. At Reservoir. one point, 
Was one the reservoir? The reservoir. Yeah. Um, at one time, and my memory may not serve great, but at one time was that being talked about being sold and it couldn't be sold because of the the being it damp, it's damned or something. Well, there's two. The one, okay. on, the one down at the bottom on Tatman's Road. That's that's one of our reservoirs. Then the other one with the dam on the possible? right hand side. It's it's further down. It does have the ODNR inspected dam on it. Yes. Um, is that dam something that can be paid for to be removed to make it more sellable if you guys wanted to sell it? Anyway, it's an idea. Um, if there's anything in the in related to broadband, expanding that, I think that would be helpful for a lot of people around here. Um, if at all possible, is there any way that we could get designated truck parking? somewhere on the outside of the edge of the, of the village, maybe. That would be helpful. That would help reduce some of the truck traffic for some of the guys who live in town. That way they can park their truck on the edge and drive their car in and out. I brought that up years ago, but I don't know if you can do it now. I was using the, the old hall site. It's Wilson property, I think. And you put your power poles up to where they can plug their trucks in. Yeah, that would be nice. One of them parks over there, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking about making it like a parking lot where you can pull your semi, pull your rig in. It's a truck route. The old Hall Party property, we talked about that 15, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And the biggest, and this isn't my last, but this is probably the biggest and most impossible list or item I have. You're more welcome to laugh, but I'll say it. <laughs> uh, the, now this, the last meeting we had here, I know, Lacey, you were talking about someone was possibly going to buy the old reservoir or the... It's, it'll be up for bid. It's up for bid. It's up for bid. Uh, on the 28th. Okay. So that'll be when we accept offers. Yeah. Um, now, because of the amount of money that's possibly available, thinking big, after all, and not selling that property, and maybe using it for some type of development, if that's a possibility, whether that development be for camping, ATVing, hunting, or just living, living spaces. I don't know what the possibilities are there. It's raw land, there's no utilities to it. I don't know if those utilities can be paid for in some way. That's kind of why I brought this up. I knew that was one of the hurdles to get over that and like water access, I think. Yeah, so I'm going to say water and sewer are not eligible okay. um, expenses under this. Um, we only put the stormwater on there um, because they are funding them on a case-by-case -case basis. Um, there are other funding sources that are available for water and wastewater expansion. Okay. All right. That land out there is also in Morgan County. I don't know what effect that has. No. See, I'm just very to bring it up. And how about any type of additional draining drainage for in or around the area of Village Green for when flooding does happen? That's my list. Well, Village Green's getting ready to do a project out there, aren't they? They're talking about. I think they're going to they do are. some mitigation themselves with the <coughs> project they're doing. Total tear down and replacement, I think. Right. So I bet you they. Before they replace it with brand new buildings, they probably should do some mitigation. <laughs> Should've never right. been going down there. 
<laughs> Last I heard, they were going to lift it. Lift it's it. going to be lifted. Yeah. Is that privately owned or privately owned? Privately owned. Yes. Yeah, private. Now, wouldn't that qualify like a private, <coughs> private situation to where? It's, fe it's federal, but oh, again, I don't know if that means you just said we're you know me. Yeah. So I guess that's outside the possibility. Is I I would say. You I would mean, say. They've got their own. All right. Yeah. Right. I hate to say it, but the way the government sees it, if the, if the private sector is willing to do it, <laughs> let them do it. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> now, is there the reason why the House Bill 377 originally was named downtown revitalization? So, to me, that that should spark a interest. Downtown. I mean, not not that every idea you had is excellent, but even even from the parks to it was to to restore the downtown of villages and then build them out. I mean, it's not to stop there, but yeah. utilizing the unfunded COVID money that they've that they've thrown at us over the last two years, they put it all in a big pile. And uh, they're they're trying to emphasize on downtowns. That's the whole point. It's going to be point based. So you know a lot of the ideas you got, Rocky, are good ideas. But like Kate said, there's other funding opportunities for a lot of that stuff. You just got to get the get the application wrote and set in, and then you've got to have matching funds for those other funding sources. Right. And uh, the free money for downtowns utilizing these COVID code dollars that they've piled up that weren't used because of the restrictions on the COVID monies for the first round, second round, you know, we, we, we ended up getting a, a, a few bucks from that, from the first round and second, second round. We did a fairly decent job on the first round being able to spend because the parameters were, were public safety and, and those things. So we, you know, paying, paying out of uh, that, that fund for EMS and and uh, police expenditures. Right. That's how we. That's how we were able to do new vehicles and and you know reliable equipment and so forth and utilize those funds. Now they're just taking the rest of that money and putting it in. Now the emphasis is hey the smaller communities in the downtowns of of Appalachia, Ohio are decaying. We've we've thrown millions and millions and millions of dollars at the big cities. Let's let's go back to the small towns now because you got to have an anchor now is it possible to have I don't again I don't know what public you know land is available around Moxham Creek is it possible to tie in the downtown to the park area in some way whenever you get into like a bike trail there's a lot more to it or a walking trail especially when you go through people's backyards or people's property you have to get you have to get easements on every last property. I looked into it back when Mayor Cannon, he put me on that one years ago, and we were talking about doing one from, basically from South Park to, to the, the park, and it, the easements in itself was a monster. It really was, it was a monster. Do you know how much easement is there in the first place? You have to get the easements. Yeah, the easements. So there's no easement at all? It's we don't have Oh, okay. We don't have anything there. You, Other than you don't have the easements, you have you have to ask to, to get those easements. Right. Other than a lot of property owners don't want to give up easements. Oh, I don't blame them. Yeah. Other, exactly. than the, other than the property that's on both sides of the creek, 
north and south of Main Street down along where the old fire station is, mm -hmm. the old search garage, once you get past that mm -hmm. point. I think Prince's in clear down to the crypt, don't they? Prince's and, uh, and a lot Dave. of people. Burke or Chris Weiss. Chris Weiss. Yeah, they, there's a lot of people down because we looked into that yeah. years ago. And we actually, there's going further out, was going out towards the school, too. Then you got the railroad in there to play with. Yeah. Yeah. Railroad's got a big part of You don't even want to. You don't want to have to cross the creek. Don't want to have to deal with the railroad. So that, that was part of the other issue when it comes to like the flooding was, is it possible to also open that up a little bit larger, even, again, big money, throwing concrete in there. That way it's all one smooth canal kind of a situation. I don't know, instead of digging it out every few years. But again, like you said, you got to, the easement is kind of like the roadblock. So. Exactly. Well, I have some ideas on that, what you're speaking of, but uh, it takes uh, funding, and we missed one grand opportunity this year to line the banks of the creek with uh, that concrete you see stored behind the firehouse. We could use some of that to line that, but we missed that opportunity. When I found the grant, it done the deadline already passed. Right. And not to um, dishearten anyone, but if we don't have, if we don't receive any funding at all, of all the projects that Katie had put up there, I had found eight grants thus far that we could apply for for various projects on those lists that she presented tonight. Now they require matching funds. That's what all council will agree with us. We don't have the match. We have very little match, and that's our biggest issue that we've always had in this village is coming up with the match for these grants. This opportunity through this Appalachian Community Grant is no match, and this is our best shot to get her done. And if we don't, then we have to pick and choose from that list and see how we're going to benefit as a community and which projects are the best to pick and spend what little match money we do have set back for those projects. But don't give up. We can't give up. I, I'm so excited about this. I'm dreaming of it. So we're going to make it happen. This council and this mayor and administration, we're going to make it happen. And with your help and the business owner's help, it's going to happen. It just takes time working through the government process. That's and it just drives me nuts. <laughs> I got all this gray hair from it, and Ronnie's got his from me aggravating. <laughs> right, Ronnie? Uh, I think most of mine belongs to Sherry, but I'll give you your share. No. <laughs> 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 okay. so, so should we? What just wait for tomorrow and? And then the next workshop meeting, or how, how does a village work? I mean, I, I know you have your council, but yeah, council for, doesn't for the public to come and next, talk, it's workshop. Next, next workshop is on the 28th. I'm sorry? 28th. 28th. That's the next workshop. workshop. Yeah. Yeah. Every other week. Then that will be... Is that much. That'll be the yeah. last workshop we'll have. The 28th is that going to be given up? Before the, the right deadline. Right. <laughs> well, 
Well, we don't have to have minute details right now. Okay. So Buckeye Hills will actually do the writing, writing. Right. We'll just give so them our list, and they'll narrow down. Yeah. And then we can, can we add to the oh, list, sure. I guess? Yeah. Up until when? December 9th. That's yeah, when the application's due. <laughs> so we do, so tonight well, we should do. Down right now. Yeah, just do it in the list. always do it another like email blast, have everyone send in the comments they'd like to have, and then we just can send out a list. Yeah. Maybe rank it. Just rank, rank your list. Just list. rank your projects one to like the list now. Okay. Yeah. You said earlier I can have everyone cards. I mean I think oh, it'd be impressive for us that's to be at well, least first one of them. Mm -hmm. I mean on the deadline we've I mean you know, as we can work to us. Yeah, we can do that. I I like her I don't know how business centers feel, but I I like the public in her. You guys fine? Absolutely so. You just got to do the projects. It's going to maximize the amount of points. You got to maximize the points. That's what yeah. you're going to get. Right. It's got to right. be enough, enough money. Right. You got to spend some money. Right. 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 Big money projects. Right. Yeah, and I mean, we have a holistic approach right now, I think, public private partnership. The maximum amount of points is going to be the better way to go. We're going to take care of that. Yep. And then for the regional points where it's more than one right. county, Buckeye Hills right. will make that be the matchmaker with other communities. So, I mean, Buckeye Hills will get those points. But other than that, I think we fit basically every bucket. I'm good. I'm good with the list. Try to keep All right. up. Okay. We were at the meeting Wednesday night. She said, leave the baby pool on there because it could be a possible tie-in with somebody else's pool. And it may get cut, but it may not get cut. It's all about how you word it, too. It's recreational opportunities. And not, not that I know, but what I, my understanding of the same thing that you was talking about is to put something on, even if it's checked off, it's not going to throw everything else off. Right, right. So it's not going to hurt it. We're not going to do that, but... We talk a little more about that lighting on that in the park. I don't know if they talked about there. That's actually a phase two project. Yep. We've already got the top part of the lighting done. I don't know that like that written will be written in the application. I'm sure to let them know that we've already. This is stuff that we've already got. And then the China Street corridor, they'll really like that because they'll consider it leveraged funds. Right. So the projects are yes. already started, right. Right. and right. they'll score more points. The, right. These are the next phases. Yeah, Phase. if we can get it to design build right. using the planning yeah. money, and then go after no, the actual implementation money in the development. What about that in Buckeye Street, Ancho? Would that help? 
on what? On, on what? The lighting. We, like a corridor we, had, we had talked about going from Legion the, to from the Legion all the way around, all the way around the bridge. Mm-hmm. At one time, if it would get us points for downtown revitalization, okay. we're kind of getting away from downtown there. But hey, why not? Well, you have a, a, a major business right here too on Buckeye Street. I didn't see the industrial drive project on there about the sidewalks, stormwater, and lighting on it. Mm-hmm. Is it I on there? Was that on there? I can have it on there. Yeah. You, didn't you talk about trying to get that through the mayor's um, something mayor's grant through the same thing, but throw it in with them? Or that's up to the, the mayor cool. if they want to uh, participate with the mayor's partnership. Okay. That's a whole different thing, you know. How far you want to spread your? When we talked about it, he was going another direction. I, yeah. I thought when we talked about it, you were going a different direction with that. That's why. Meaning what? what? That's why we never got put on the list. Never got put on the list because you were saying about getting the money somewhere else. Right. Well, that's just, it's like the historical funds. That's another. You know, I told you there's seven, or eight different resources if this falls through. Well, that was one of them. They held that money. I, I, well, I the good thing about this, Fred, on the, on the, on the other side of it, we're already drawn up pretty much a plan. Yeah. Um, we go, if we have to fall into these other grants, the businesses and ourselves are going to be better on better footing as far as applying for those other grants. Better, better plan for it. Huh. Yeah. We're good. But they want a big project. That's a big project. It's like the flood control, Johnny Street project. Is that the council if they want it on there or not? I'd like to see it on there. The lighting out here? Lighting, sidewalks, and curbing all the way to the drivers to South State Street. She just put it on the list, right? Thank you. <laughs> if everybody goes along with it, nobody's saying anything, so. Throw it up there, see what sticks. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. okay. See that creative writing class. <laughs> yeah. This is like going for a business loan. We want $20 million in our equity. Net worth is like $2 million. <laughs> That's right. We got to paint a pretty picture. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Sweat all right. I think we have a plan. And it really is all connecting to, to downtown. I mean, from that direction, from the park up this way. Well, you wouldn't believe how many people actually walk it, industrial it, drive. Oh, walk yeah. Across right. Before right. that new bridge even came in. That's been, yeah. I, when I ran, that was my run through. That's what we the park and down around the sidewalk on the bridge. It's a 3.2 mile track from the top of the park. Go all the way around industrial drive, go above South State Street, come South State Street on China, and right to the shelter house, the new shelter house, 5K. You could start holding there, Bill. Huh? You could start holding 5Ks there. Yes. We already have. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so 
showing where it was going to be. Some of the guys went out to check. They weren't going to know where they were checking. Yeah. 
Is there drawing help now that they've got now? And that's, I just asked him, I haven't seen it yet. Um, so they must have given it to Heather after Heather and I spoke this morning. Okay. I'm good with it as long as our guys check it out and say it's good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Does anybody else in the audience have anything they'd like to discuss? Yes. Okay. <laughs> we didn't know we could Maybe. jump right up. <laughs> Maybe. It's your turn. Uh, I'll ask these. Okay. Um, I'm Lisa Lacker, and I'm with Perry County Mobility Management, and also our office runs and directs uh, public transportation, Perry County Transit. Yeah. Jenny LaRue and I work a collaboration of pro um, programs and projects in the county. Jenny is with the Perry County Health Department and Living Healthy Communities and Wellness. Um, the Complete Streets Policy, um, Perry County has a um, coordinated plan, and the coordinated transportation plan is approved through Ohio Department of Transportation on a four-year period. Yes. In that transportation plan, we have to outline goals and strategies to improve our communities, make them more accessible, make them eligible for funding and funding opportunities and avenues. So what we do, we're trying to encourage, first of all, complete streets policies. This goes on with some of the planning and development that we've heard here tonight with Buckeye Hills and things of that nature. Had this... Um, 550 million hadn't fell out to the Appalachian counties, we'd still be doing the everyday battles. How are we going to fund projects? How are we going to improve the infrastructure in our villages? How are we going to do this? You're not the only village that doesn't have match money. It's the same thing in all the villages. You know, we're Appalachian territory. We have a high poverty level. We can go on and on about all what we have that's in the negativity. But anyways, with the complete street policies, what it does is help improve future planning and development in your counties. Complete Streets policy is not just for a pedestrian, it's for bicyclists, it's for the motorists, it's for accessibility, uh, people that are in an ADA, eligible ADA protected, and um, so that they have to be able to access and move about in the communities as well without a vehicle. So by complete, by adopting or um, doing a Complete Street policies, Basically, I'm better at giving examples of people who did not have the policies and what resulted in that. So for one example, and I'll use this, um, Taco Bell in New Lexington. New Lexington, this was prior to a complete streets policy. Taco Bell decides to come to town, purchase the land, does the acquisition, and laid, a, laid aside $15,000 in the budget for the sidewalk. There was no, no one to, there's some gray area. There was not a complete streets policy in place. Even though they had a resolution that addressed that they must have, no one went down and um, actually inspected or applied the rules to Taco Bell. So they pulled their 15000 back, put it elsewhere, and didn't put their sidewalk in. So now here's another business that we're dealing with in the Carroll Street corridor, Broadway corridor area in New Lex, where they didn't make their sidewalk. They didn't have to make their sidewalk. So now we have to go back and try to apply for funding or find projects to complete what should have been done to begin with. It would be the same thing if you have vacant property here in your communities within your village and somebody comes in and decides to, you know, put Starbucks or a franchise or locate a Burger King out here and you have no policy in place, well, they don't have to put that sidewalk out front. If you don't do it, it's, it's like from when you adopt a policy this day forward. It's not like you're going to go around and go door to door knocking on your people's door and your residents within the village and say you've got to do this. That's not what we're out to create or do or encourage with you. But um, under Complete Streets, 
there's a number of positives that come out of it. First of all, I mentioned public transportation. And I don't know how many of you are familiar who have heard about the loop. Um, Perry County currently, we've been running a loop, phase one of the loop, for tw over 12 months now. A loop is a high traffic area. You connect those areas with public transportation continually. So you don't call in to schedule that ride or pick up. You show up on the loop, and you ride at this point, no cost. So it's a zero loop that we have. It's got zero cost. It's going to be zero emissions because we're accepting electric vehicles. So there comes the electric um, structures that have to be in place throughout the communities. You can't run these transits and run back to New Lex to charge them. You have to have these structures available out about where you're at. So when they're staging, let's just say that we would locate an electric vehicle charging station within the village of Kirksville. They would, if they were staging over here or running the loop over here, they would charge uh, to be able to recharge that vehicle to continue on. Going back to phase one, that's connecting the village of Somerset and New Lexington. So what you do is you, could, you keep expanding out, and we've got funded again. We're going to phase two, which is going to include Kirksville and Shawnee. And then we're going to phase three. And as long as they keep funding, we'll continue to increase the phases out and connect, hopefully, north to south, east to west. So we would love to run from Thornville to Corning, New Straitsville, uh, from Rushville into, you know, Avondale, Fortinham, Roseville area. So um, to connect the complete street policies, what we're doing is encouraging people to use all modes of transportation. A lot of households don't own a vehicle. A lot of households are not eligible to own a vehicle or have a driver, valid driver's license. So when we're encouraging them, if we put a shelter in over here and we run this loop to uh, Kirksville, and people, how are they accessing? How are they getting down to the shelter? How are they in the roadways? Because that's what's happening in the village of New Lexington. And I go back there just because I grew up there and I'm really familiar with it. Fred's worked with us on the Carroll Street Corridor project where we had uh, high school and middle school students in the roadway. There is, from uh, Newland Tire out to ITT Automotive, that used to be nothing but cornfields before that development. Here's another fine example. There was no complete streets policies, no one cared. Who's going to be walking out there anyway? We're not doing that. Look what growth has done through the years. So now you've got 38 businesses in an area. You have wheelchair strollers, uh, wagons in the roadway, which is a public safety issue. So we're trying, we've been working since 2018, along with Buckeye Hills, trying to get funding on, uh, through Adult with Public Safety. It is one of the village's new legs of their wish list of this money that's going to just fall in our laps. So um, my, my point being is it's very, very important. We come out to present this to you. We give you this literature for you to look at. Some of these roadways, that's, that's not going to be in our area. When you're looking at urban and metro versus Appalachia, rural territory in Ohio, right. it's not the same. No. But we have to begin to improve somewhere. We would like mark crossings. We would like beacon splashing. We would like to get the wheelchair lipping on every curb cutout. And when there's new development, that you do have a sidewalk that's available. I enjoy walking, but when you can't, you're out in the roadway. That's a safety issue for us. Sure. And like I said, I know that Jenny has uh, stopped and talked to people who was pushing a baby stroller and had to pick their baby stroller up in front of the McDonald's in Lexington because he couldn't safely push it across into the gravel. When you leave that pavement, you're going into gravel. You're going into where trucks, the white trucks have cut away a berm there, a makeshift berm. So he actually picks the stroller up and carries a cross with infants in it. There's a number of things that you get into. And I, we could go all night long about situations that you may experience and what you folks to see here in your village. But our point being is complete streets there, if you adopt it and you pass it, 
you have the ability to create your own policy. We did, we, going back to that coordinated plan I told you about, which is basically the transportation bible, is what we refer to. We have now gotten four villages approved. We have two in processing and we're presenting to you tonight. So, and I know that Jenny, she works a lot in Thornport, Reading Township area, so we, uh, Thorn Township, we would be processing out further and further to get these complete street policies passed. And then get them into, you know, to, once they're passed, to have people abide by. Another thing is um, on funding opportunities, window dot runs, funding opportunities, paving projects, and things of that nature. It also moves you up higher on a scoring list if you have these policies in place. So new streets, though, I think they're on the paving project for 2026. Their streets will be done when they do the projects because, you know, they're in the process of looking and entertaining the complete streets policy. Um, one other thing besides the funding, it, it also helps you if a utility company is coming in to dig up your sidewalks because of utilities running under them to put them back at the ADA compliance thing. Um, also, you know, you can look at your routes. You might not get a river route or a creek route, but there are other ways to um, make some bike and walking routes. It can be your alleys. You know, there's a perfect center alley that runs through town that comes right out the park, right in the middle. Uh, at the end, that you could designate as a walking and biking, you know, and just make your crosswalks accessible for that. Um, there's so much more that you will get just from having a policy for complete streets. If you are applying for all the other funding, you know, say you only get Main Street done with this Appalachian money, this could help you also apply for some of those other grants and give you more points. So. Um, we are working to get as many complete streets policies in Cary County as possible because it will benefit and help us connect communities. Will this get us more points, this complete streets policy with the Appalachian grant? Not necessarily the Appalachian grant, but ODOT for sure. It will absolutely get you more points when you apply for ODOT funding. So is there a deadline where we need to... There's not that? a deadline for it. You would adopt the policy and it would become effective the date that the, the council or whomever would adopt the policy. This is actually a copy of the policy and I tried to make sure that I have everything in there with the village of Kirksville. And I, I did it up for you guys to be able to look at it and review it, the wording. Anything that you wish to modify, update to suit your village, because obviously if there's something that maybe you're experiencing in your village that other villages don't, you can add or modify the wording in here. But on the last page, um, some of those examples of, um, in the yellow where we highlighted, there would be other examples listed there for Kirksville. So what we would do would be a list some of your successes. These are what were listed out in the list, but I wanted you to be able to see what the actual template looks like and how it would be um, personalized to some projects that you guys have approved over here or gotten going or where you would like to go with it. And then the last one, of course, the date would be pending the day you're able to do that, and then if everybody should approve that, and approve one. So, what we did, we, we, we go out to the villages, we talk to the council, we plant the seed, and then we usually return or modify the wording that you need if you wish, or have us back again uh, if you have questions um, or concerns about doing such a policy or passing the policy. Any questions tonight for us? Anything, Council? 
I will tell you that Kirksville, and, and I don't know, Fred, if you've discussed it with the people as far as public transportation, Kirksville, the connectivity will, is on the next loop. There is a shelter that's been designated for the village, a possibility of another down the road, but on phase two, there's three more shelters, and we've, we've just taken delivery on them. One is going to be in the village of Kirksville. One is going to be at, finally at the Genesis ER location in Somerset, and one over in the village of Shawnee. So. And this could really benefit your seniors, too. You have a lot of seniors that live out on State Street, and I'm sure they rely sometimes on transit or relatives to take them to the grocery store or whatever. So it could benefit them, too. Do you have a location for that in Kirksville I know my director came out and spoke to someone, and I don't know, they were talking about a um, building. It hasn't been decided. What you do, we'll go to the study of where most trips are generated. Well, I can tell you where most trips are generated in this area here, because you have the stored location. You have the access to Main Street. You have this building here. So it would be where most trips are generated out of. And basically, it's within a three-block area here. Now how much uh, interesting on who they talk to because they haven't talked to anybody here it is actually a report that comes out of buckeye hills on data all the data and figures that they provide for everyone in the region <coughs> so um on the gas station <coughs> family dollar dollar general most trips for public transportation are generated out of drivers okay pharmacy mm -hmm. but as but as far as putting that stage it, it's not been set in stone we've taken the taken delivery on it okay um I don't know. Cheryl Bowley and Eric Wright are the two representatives that actually would make contact or talk. And she, unfortunately, was on a, in a conference in Seattle, Washington, fell into a pothole on the street and completely broke her ankle from her leg. So she had started it. I'm here picking it up. It, it's, a, it's as nasty as it sounds. It really is a terrible, terrible thing. And so she was able to fly back home and she went to Grant Medical Center and had surgery done on that. So, but I do not. We will be in touch, and we okay. will be coming back for that because we we got the shelters. Okay. And you guys know your village. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know where the are. Council will get to decide where they want to put it or yeah. where where based on your. It's a covered shelter with solar lighting, and there's a, a small bench. How much space is needed for that? There's one at Save a Lot. There is. There's one up at uh, Brown Street across from... Um, at the new sheriff's office. Yeah. EMA 911 building. Okay. If you have seen those, those, those shelters... They don't take up a lot of space, but you need to have a place for the transit to stop. Mm -hmm. yeah. A safe stopping because they actually will wait and stage. It's not your typical door-to-door -door services Correct. that we're going with. So... There is a small bench. It is ADA accessible, so a wheelchair is able to wheelchair walker canes. Your apparatuses are able to enter safely, so it's on flat surfaces. And and what happens is, um, a high department of transportation pays for the shelter and the install, and then it basically becomes municipality property. Right. Because we just had to clarify that for Shawnee, their council wanted to know well who ensures that. Who's responsible? So we just got that clarification. They do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you sign on to it. You. You. You take it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just like any other property or award. Is this a fully enclosed building? No. 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 It's, it's three-sided. Two ends in the it's, back and then two. It's right. sort of you could say three-sided because there's entry at both ends and then there's just a panel glass in the center that keeps wind and, and rain and such out. But there there is um, one in Somerset and two in Lexington currently. But you know the charging stations are yes. also funded through 
coordinated transportation plan. Yeah. So, you know, depending on what you get through the that's the yes. mm -hmm. And that's the connectivity with the loop. If we're running zero emission vehicles on that loop, which is the grand plan, where I think we're like second or third transit in the state that's going to allow Alicia. So, well, if you can get your people to shop here by using transit, it saves them from going out of town to another big box store. You know, so that you're generating business for your own community. You guys are the second. And if you just think, if you would village. get your dialysis center, oh I, that's a whole other study. You'd the number of people businesses. that we're taking outside of the county to every neighboring county except Morgan, we've got it down. We've got the art down. Everyone has a dialysis center, and we're taking people out um, three times a week to those centers other than Morgan County. And that's not accounting for people who drive in south or have a relative or a spouse or someone taking it. So yeah. it, it is a terrible thing and it's a need and I was glad to see that because that was one of, we, we were to make six items and that was one of my, is to have a dialysis center within we our need county. It. Perry County needs it bad. Yes. We used to have over 500 people going to dialysis every week. Um, I don't know with COVID if that number's changed, but there's always new people needing dialysis. That's a lot of traveling out of the county. By miles and times for us, mm -hmm. and medical is the majority of our runs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yes. Just let us know if you need us to come back. Mm -hmm. It'll be glad to. Trans so, the charging station was near the stop? Is that what you're saying? Somewhere in the proximity of that or along where that loop goes that they're going to stage safely. Yeah. <coughs> and, and depending on what, from what we're learning, because we're learning about this EV electrical vehicle system as well. It depends on what the station is, how quick or how long or what the vehicle is utilizing. Sure. So it's all in study phase for us. It's for, it's all new for us as well. Yeah. Right. So, but you. if they're throwing the money this way, we're going to take it. Yep. But I appreciate your time. Yeah, Thank you so much. Good. And have a great evening for the Thank rest you. of Thank what there is for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Another set of problems which 
people will turn the heat and the air both on all the way up and every light in the building on, which then our electric bill is insane. Um, there have been a lot of months where the rec center that's really not being used, the electric bill is higher there than it is for this building and the new fire station put together. So that's a huge, huge problem. So I'm, my thoughts are, let's remove the keys. Let's do a keypad system like we have here. When we rent it out, we give a temporary, like a one-day passcode. Pass That's something we would be able to control. And then, change it. Change, you know, it resets. It's gone. And that way, we don't have the keys. We don't have making sure we're trying to collect the keys back, people dropping them off, not dropping them off, keeping a hold of them. It's, a, it's really a nightmare. I think it's a good idea. Um, so you'll see there's a quote there. Um, it, it is a little expensive, but for a little over three grand, we could save that on the, our electric bill down there in just a couple of months. So um, it's now, something. That, that's something that you, you can, you're going to be able to, say I come in and talk to you, mm -hmm. just the scenario. And say I want to I want to use it tonight, and you say okay. What do you want your passcode to be? And I give you. Yeah, you, it would you can set that from up here. You don't have to go down there to change no. it. It's all no. it's all going it's to all be done by computer. right over the Wi-Fi. Yeah. we're, we're okay. going to give you a passcode. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Yeah. But yeah, it's going same to be idea. Twenty-four hours, um, whatever. It is. Yeah. yeah. Tracy's able to do ours um, up here. Okay. It's been so it would be really similar, okay. um, an updated version, but very similar to what we have here. Yeah. It's so much easier and so right. much better than having and dealing with keys. I think it's a good idea. All we'd have to have is one, right, on the back side, or do you want to do it here on the side entrance door? Um, I, my, I would prefer to do it here on the side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and that would be it. One door. Perfect. Yeah. So. Just got to make sure that. Uh, they don't go and prop the back door open once they get the passcode. Well, I, but, I mean, we can, we can work through that. I was going to say, yeah. nothing will solve all the problems, but I really believe that this would cut down on a lot of that. And then if we go down and we see everything's on, everything's been left we open, who that was. we will know who, yeah. who yeah. was in there. Yeah. Perfect. And we'll know John had the passcode at this time. I can pull it up on the cameras for the time that you were there. There's John making bad choices. <laughs> so, John, make better choices. We should have some rules too. I mean, if you do something, then you're liable or blah, blah, blah. Well, I think, I feel like this is a good start to an ongoing problem. Um, so, so, what about uh, the climbing wall? Are they going to get one code and keep it forever? Well, anybody that uses it on a regular basis would have a set passcode like what we have here. Chris. I have a I have a code that I use every day, to, you know, to get in the door. And once that so, code gets out to other people, so well, it's going to be temporary. Well, not everybody. Well, like I mean, like Chris Rice, Rice would I have one, yeah. but I. I don't think, I don't think Chris Rice is going to go giving it out, and no. then we would be able to see 
Again, there okay, well, this, so, so yeah, this is a Chris Rice. Other than Chris Rice, who else would receive a, a code that they don't have to keep coming back and getting one? I think I think Tim Bob for Tim sure. Bob. I would have one. Tim Courtney, Bob, Chief Hill. Yeah. So they can have access in. For the Brian. Brian would need one for sure. So just regular employees that would possibly need to utilize it, but. I don't see that being. I don't. Employees aren't the problem. Other than Chris Rice, nobody else uses it. These continuous. Right. Yeah, but couldn't you change his pass every Thursday or whenever they come? I think. Huh? Archery done. Archery. I think he's started up or getting ready to. Right. So I know you guys have done some talking about that and what we were going to do about <coughs> that. But, um. I, I would just keep it the same, and if we found it to be a problem, then change, then change it because right. I don't I don't see Chris Rice giving it out to anybody. Um, you know he's he values being able to use that sure. that space. He's not going to. He knows all about it. Anyway. Yeah. He does. He absolutely does. So, and I've even talked to him briefly about it. He was in my office one day, and we talked briefly about different ideas of ways to to stop it you know and I don't like going down there by myself some days because you don't know you don't know who's going to be in there who's got the keys you don't know right so I think the lady still walk in the morning they I don't think they have it they, they'll probably long. start up once it gets probably right, usually once it gets cold they yeah. come in and now that the Weather's turning. Silver sneakers will be back in there. Mm -hmm. So, if everybody's good with this, I'd like to put this on for next week. Yeah. Approved. Yeah. Um, next, Tim Bob's been talking. We've got at least three trucks that are pretty old, um, that aren't great for the guys to be driving. So I've kind of been keeping an eye on gov deals. Um, everybody knows the price of trucks. Oh, the price of everything's insane right now, but gee, many Christmas, the price of trucks are insane. I was looking at some of them were 10 grand that didn't run. Um, I did find there's, I think, five or six of them. I didn't print out enough for everybody, but they're on gov deals. Talked to Tim about it today. Um, that are, the bid's going to be up tomorrow, that are looking to go for hopefully under four grand. I'd really like to place a bid on one with councils. What's it for? To replace, we've got three of them that are are bad. They're older. They're, um, they're just not... Which right. ones? The water? Server? Sewer? I know. Um, Parks. Where's the money coming from? Um, it would it would be water sewer. So um, this is there's five five or six of them for about this price. Um, this was the minimum bid as of I don't know, this afternoon. So we're just a little over two grand. So how many vehicles do we have in our service department on the road every day? Oh gosh. Um, 
there's a lot. Why do we need that many on the road? Well, we've got that many guys, and they're not always going the same directions. We've got guys going in different directions on different projects. I don't, I don't want them buddying up. I'd rather them divide and conquer and do what they've got to do. But then the price of gasoline, insurance on vehicles, and then we're we're, we're looking at three vehicles now. You're saying that he's saying it's, you know, they're wore out. I guess we just need a list of the fleet here and get an idea of what we got. I mean, we, you know, we have to be responsible here somewhere for all these vehicles on the road, and are they all necessary? Well, and that's what, this would be replacing one of whichever's the worst. What year are the vehicles that are supposed to be bad? Um, I know he was saying the, the uh, tan truck, I can't remember the other ones, well, but... The, 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 the one carrying the <laughs> It's, I mean, the spring in the seat come up and poke you in the butt 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. We just cut the spring out. <laughs> put a bigger pill out. Yeah. You know, Rick uses that, used that uh, park thing. That's the, one the park, I see that's the park driving this summer was pretty bad. That's the park truck. There's, there's, there's one of the park, head. there's one would be, I would say, water sewer. <coughs> And one would probably fall under all three, but I don't have the makes and models with me. But um, just a thought. Well, the one white Ford, he's going to be walking. Huh? What's his name? Drive the white Ford, he's going to be walking. Well, they're all white Fords, specified. <laughs> no, the well, you got the new ones, but that old '80s model, '90s model. When he stops stop sign and takes off. Oh, F1, the old F-150? It takes uh, about 10 minutes. Yeah. And it finally catches and then yeah. it takes off. Well, Greg's truck. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, I mean, there's three of them that are pretty bad. Well, if you could add five minutes to that 10 minutes, we could say he took a break yeah. and then we could is there, is there When he comes to the sewer plant and I'm sitting out there, is there a, it's like it's not going to make it work. <coughs> Is there one that you can step down from water and sewer, go to state bid, buy something brand new that is uh, good, dependable, under warranty, that water and sewer can afford as a brand new fleet vehicle, and in turn one of the ones that are newer to us but used, good, dependable, and then step down? I don't want to buy. I don't honestly. I don't want to buy something that's got 160,000 miles on it. With honestly, with the way the prices are right now, I. I wouldn't feel comfortable buying a brand new a new new vehicle um, at this point, and that's that's my opinion. Um, I just think that everything's so high right now. Wait until you know, say some of the plans open up, and you know, we get we don't have the problem with the chips and the this and the that, and that's why everything's so high. Wait and see what it happens then. That's my opinion. I say you're but, probably right, Mary, but I was at the auto auction today and a used big pickup truck like, like these guys want to use here, yeah. sitting over in the lot where they're changing it from the Canadian speedometer and all that over in the U.S. Yeah. $120,000 for a used pickup truck. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. It's, we're not going to spend that kind of money. Even with state bid, you're going to go through that process and inspect it out. We, I've been looking just to kind of keep an eye on things, and we're coming across ones that aren't that have over 200,000 miles that they're wanting 10 grand for. 
So this is this is the best I've seen. <coughs> and that's why I just thought I'd throw it out tonight. My bounty always says if you take care of them, they'll run forever. You know, <laughs> tomorrow morning it might might be sky. I, I don't know. But just throwing it out there. But the bid ends tomorrow. Um, the other thing I know that council had decided to um, allow the four nines and a four for everybody. Um, I haven't had any negative feedback about it. Um, people seem to have adjusted really well. Um, I know the staff likes it. Um, we have everybody is doing it. Well, two of them are not. Um, Rick was not, and um, Kenny Dillinger is not. They're, they've stayed on the five, the five eights, which actually benefits us because the my, Fridays. My, my question is, with the, uh, we did that through the summer, and I, I thought it was a great idea, but once we get in, rolling into winter with the snow removal and stuff, are we going to be creating a lot of extra every time we do that? I mean, snow's on Friday. Who's overseeing Kenny? When if he's uh, opted not to uh, work that hours, and everybody else, I'm sure he, Kenny Weiser would give him what he would, what he wants him to do while he's gone, and that's what he does. So we, are we talking about Kenny Weiser or Kenny Dillinger? Kenny Dillinger, but Kenny okay. Weiser would be his direct supervisor. Now, what's his work hours? Kenny Weiser, seven to four, every day. Four nines and then a and four then hour on Friday. Friday. So Kenny Dillinger is on his own on on the rest day Friday when he's because he works eight for Friday. Four right for four hours on Friday, which is better than having. But, but then he's here, so if something happens, somebody gets he's called <coughs> in. He's here for that those extra hours on Friday. I know we did that in the summer. And I'm cool with that. Do you think it's going to be all right to do that through the winter months with snow? Snow four hours and it will make much of a difference, Bill, because when it snows, Mark comes out on Saturdays, Sundays, and Dan sure. comes out on Saturdays. Sure. And Sundays. It snows Friday evening, it's in the Saturday. Nine o'clock on Friday. Yeah. The good thing now is we have more guys. So we have Colton and Kenny Dillinger, who, so it's not just going to be Mark and Dana, mm -hmm. yeah. um, where before. They were coming in in the same balls, hours. Yeah. All the guys were jumping in in yeah. plow trucks. So you know we've got more guys that are able to jump in, and yeah, Mark and Dana will end up doing a lot. The majority of it. But we have that. We have the manpower now to adjust. adjust we schedules. And council, one of the things that was brought up to me, that was brought up to the amount up municipal league meeting was. This one of the things you got to do as, as, as council is make sure you have good equipment for your employees. Dependable equipment. Good dependable equipment for your employees. That yellow truck's not dependable, then we replace it with that. Let's replace it with that. I agree with that, Bill, but my point is not every employee needs a vehicle. You know what I'm saying? If we got three street department employees, then all three of them don't need a vehicle. But you don't, know what they're gonna, you don't know what they're going to be doing. A couple of them do share, though. And it, it depends on what they're doing. If they're all going in different directions, 
Yeah, who's supervising them? We're not always going to have a supervisor at each spot. It depends on what job they're working on. I think we need to look a little bit more deep into it and see, you know, do we actually need as many vehicles as we have? This is to replace an existing vehicle. This isn't just to throw out another vehicle. It's not an additional vehicle. No, it, it's to replace something that's already failing. Like, rather than keep putting money into it and, you know, putting one of our guys in an unsafe vehicle, I would rather spend... That yellow one's junk. Yeah. And it's been this junk. That one is junk. Purple color. Replace some something a little better. Red. 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 Just, just for now, I mean, I'd rather do that and pay 60, 60 $120,000 for a new vehicle. That's it. That's why I upgrade them to where it's safe. And it's, and we'll get a year out of it. Right, and that's the way I was looking at it. If this could put a band aid on it and get us through the next year or two, and the guys have something that's going to keep them moving, they're not driving out of town in it. They're just driving here, you know, locally. So, and I don't feel like each of our guys needs to be supervised for every 40 hours a week. We've got good guys working for us. They don't need someone to supervise every move they make. And if they have a problem, they go to each other, they come to me, they, you know, I don't feel that they need 40 hours a week of buddy system super, supervision. Yeah, I see that younger boy. I'm not sure who he is, but he's with Mark most of the time. Seems like. Cool. Yeah, usually yeah. those two ride together. Yeah, and, and if they're in <coughs> a project together, they'll ride together. But, you know, COVID, everybody separated for a while. So, you know, it's say, just, huh? well, that, that's your opinion, Rodney, but. Um, Spread the disease. Yeah, it was what it was. It is what it is. That's right. <laughs> so, so I, I, don't, I, brought the I, don't, I don't have a problem with, with upgrading that vehicle because it's, it's been junked for not that one. I know that one. When I had Tim in and we were going through, because like I said, this they're in Columbus. Um, they had five or six of them that were almost identical. A few things different with each of them. So he and I looked through them just to see which... Do you want to go up and check? Do you, do you, do you buy them sight unseen, or can Tim go up and look at the motors well, in Well, the bid ends tomorrow at 6. So... It's not going to get up there yet. <laughs> so... Um, but that's up to you guys. Um, I just have been I'd trying like, to find... I would them. like you. I would like you to look, them up, you know, look it over. Yeah. Tim's going to be the one working on Tim. Tim's the one that ends up working on so Yeah. Like I'd like for him to... Go up, start it, hear it, shuttle off, maybe pull in drive, pull in park, see what he's, like I said, he's a mechanic. He's the one that does most of the mechanical work for us. Oh, absolutely. Before I buy a vehicle, I'd like, I'd like for him to be able to look at it. Though. That's, that, that's you my look at it before you, you buy I can, it. I can see. I can get to see where I can get I don't tomorrow. remember. I think you can. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I know that we've had people come and look at our stuff before. Right. And we've we've sold it. So where's it? Um, it's in Columbus. <coughs> it's um, one of the park services in Columbus. So. Um, that's up to you guys. I am good. I want to eat it. So how, if he's able to go look at it. 
Yeah. We're on board. Mm -hmm. I might. It's not even guaranteed that we're going to get it. Though. Right, and, I, and that's why I said I might wake up tomorrow and look at it, and it's know. way off uh, our price right now. I am an asshole. We never know. So you don't know, but I just wanted to bring up the possibility <laughs> of replacing some of the old ones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you go up and start it up. You and Tim Bob go, and we'll have bidding war. You'll end up with. You bet your extra seven fifty on there. We'll let you have it. Ooh, that's taking the bandaid off. That's coming, didn't you? That's taking the bandaid off. Good. Good. Did you hear that? No answer. Go to the on that one. So again, about the hours. If everybody's on board with the hours, um, Jan and I spoke briefly via email today. We would need to do some sort of resolution ordinance, some sort of um, make it permanent. to make it. Yeah, I'm good with it. Um, I don't know if I'm good with it. Yeah, because I want to see what, this, what, what the winter brings. With winter, per, winter program. That's, okay. Not against it. I'm just yeah. wait and see. Okay. Yeah, kind of. I know you guys. You don't know. Six months. We just extended another six months to yeah. the winter. And that's fine. Full year. Yeah. Then if we want, and if we get through the winter, and let's see how it works. Yeah. And then we decide whether we want to do that permanently or not. Yeah. You don't know how it's going to work, really. Right. Once cold stuff breaks, water breaks. We'll just make a motion Monday night then. <coughs> not against four months. No, absolutely. Um, I just knew the six month point when was about. Started, it. it was May. May. So we're right around. I thought the summer was great. Yeah. Once once it starts see what happens six months. Once the weather starts changing and things start <coughs> these guys get tied down. Busy. Yeah. Let's hope we don't have a winter like last year. Yeah, but I mean they have water break anytime after they're home or still working or whatever. I don't see what Right, but usually during the winter time that's when a lot of that stuff. It does supposed to have any more water breaks now, Billy. It does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when your water breaks happen. That's when a lot of your... They're working on the air. They have to bring this snow. Two years ago, it wasn't bad at all. Last year, we got... Well, it's snow. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you make it what it is, and then have to change back to everybody back. Make your hope that's fine. See what that means. I talked to Chris Rice when he came in to vote and talked to me. And his recommendation for the rec center is set the, the thermostat at 60 degrees. And he doesn't need any warmer than that for his climbing people. I said I'd bring it up and let you know it's, it's fine if it's set at 60. But he comes in there, sometimes it's cranked up like you said. And he, don't, he doesn't know who's done it. Well, it's so, not us, you know, that's for sure. But um, we still have cameras there, don't we? Yeah, but to sit and watch and not know what day it happened, what, mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, there. It, it's almost impossible to sit and watch. We get the new keypad system in, we'll know who's doing it. They're not going to be in the building the to begin with. The next step is going to be put a Wi-Fi thermostat in so you can check well, it. I think that day. George mentioned <laughs> the one. George has yeah. mentioned doing that. Yeah. Either that just that might be a smart thing. Where you control it. Oh, yeah, let's give the internet more control. 
Absolutely. <laughs> I'm on board with that. Yeah. <laughs> I just that I mean this this makes it more efficient and cost savings I'm all for. This you know, the Wi Fi thermostat. <clears throat> George has talked about it before. Yeah. Chris mentions one other thing and I can't remember well otherwise I'll bring it up later, but something had to do with this. Uh, he's he's feel he's feeling comfortable about still going to climbing wall and you know uh, he, he wanted me to thank council for your support and in all the years that he was here and he's still you know he's enjoying his time but you know he, he's doing good. Chris is one of the original stakeholders yeah. in that rec center and as long as Chris wants to do it, Chris will do it as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. He's the original stakeholder. He's he knows he knows the ins and outs of that place. He knows the flaws and the successes of it. So I have one other thing I'd like Lacey to update us on about the paving in the park. I it is I went down to the what's the latest? Um, I sent out another email to Kevin Smith. Um, so tomorrow I'll give him a call. Um, last. I mean, they came down, they looked at it. Um, I don't. What did he say? Um, he, he looked at it a lot differently than I looked at it, um, and a lot differently than what you guys have looked at it. Um, he didn't think it was as bad as what we think it is. Um, but I feel like it's an unacceptable job. Um, and feel that McKee Paving needs to get it taken care of. It needs to be taken care of properly. Um, there, are there are hazards all over the place that's there, not safe. They're a reputable paving company too, so I'm assuming that they're, they were under the direction of just do what you have to do. Well, and that's what I, when I first questioned them, my question was, <coughs> when are they coming back to finish it? Because I thought maybe this was the first step, and maybe they'll be coming back. That was not the case. Um, there's, I wound up with litigation on that one, too. So, um, Jan's well aware. I've sent Jan the pictures, so um, she she knows what's going on. Well, I'll so, do her thing. Yeah. Might as well start. Because so, they're already paid, they're paying the bits show right now. I think it's probably going to keep going. Um, wow. Yeah, I, there's a spot that Dana could like get. That his hand up to his knuckle, his first knuckle, down into the crack. It's it's a mess. So, um, it's still a work in progress. We'll be fighting with him for another six, seven, eight months. Maybe next year still won't be done. Well, at some point, you know, Jane gets involved and that's... I'm sorry, I said you might go there and... Like the legal people work magic. Okay. Anything else come before council see? Can I bring up one more thing? Sure. Can we get an adult park at the park? It's on the list. Okay. On the list. Right. So I'll go. Just that two thirds majority of the dogs in town have to vote on it. As far as I've been told, as long as that one character, Roger Water, stays out of there, them dogs will be alarming. <laughs> you know, I'm a big dog fan, you know that. So um, I probably won't be down there at all. <laughs> you keep yours indoors, right? 
Mm -hmm. I try not to have any at all. Mm -hmm. You got cats, don't you? I have one cat. Oh. Okay. Where's your dog? Chief, anything you want? You got your dog. Stokes will get cleared the fifth. What? Stokes is cleared uh, the yeah. fifth. Okay. Good. Good. So. I thought he said he's getting married the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> He'll plead the fifth. <laughs> okay. We're adjourned. <laughs>